0: Welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Armour Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This is a show about stock market investing. Today's show is going to go on the playlist called Investing for Beginners. And we're going to cover today day trading. I've had a lot of questions from subscribers about whether I, I do day trade. So I'm going to share with you, yes, we do. I'm going to share with you how we do it. And really the top three things I think you should think about if you're considering um, chasing that rabbit down the hole. All right. This is a live trading desk. Everything I share with you, all this information is information I use to manage my own personal assets and that of investors I work with. Those investors have accounts at interactive brokers that I manage. That's how it works. So, Screens are all around me, I'm, uh, I'm actively managing money, taking out part of my day to share thoughts with you. The phone rings or I have to uh, execute a trade, just bear with me. And if you see me looking off camera, it's because I'm watching what's going on. All right, so um, we're gonna make this uh, short and sweet today. We'll try to you know cut this down from the half an hour show to something a little bit quicker. I just wanted to address these issues for those of you asking. I'm gonna share with you my screen for a second. Um, let's see if I can get this set up the way I want. All right. So look, I'd like for you all to follow me, follow me on Twitter. If you don't already, one benefit is that while I'm doing this show, you can see the Twitter feed and you can click on a link that I just put up to, um, a blog I've written called, you know, Rules of the Road, Investing Rules of the Road. I've been doing this over 30 years. I have almost a six-year-old son, a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and I'm literally writing these rules. from All the things I've learned over the last three decades to share with them when they're ready to start investing their own money. I know you think that's planning way in advance, but, you know. That's what I do. I'm an equity analyst. We plan way in advance. (laughs) Um, And so while I'm compiling that list, I'm going to share it with you. And today I've added two new rules, um, one of which we're going to talk about. The other one um, is one you should be familiar with. And if you are, send me an email telling me what is unique about that rule. If you get it right, I'm going to send you an email back. I'm going to share with you the number one cannabis stock in my portfolio right now. All right? A little game we'll play today. You go check out this blog post on our website, rosenthalcapital.com. Go to Algorithmic Research. You're going to see a blog post called Investing Rules of the Road. Look at the two bold-faced new rules, and if you can tell me what's unique about that last rule, email it to me. I'll share with you my number one cannabis investment idea that's in my portfolio today right now, okay? So... Without further ado, let's get to, uh, well, actually there is a further ado. I always like to update you all um, about our investing algorithms, and it's gonna tie into our our three um, uh, things that I think you should know about day trading before you start doing it. What I wanna start with is a review of our algorithms that are multi-day, longer-term investing algorithms. For those of you who are new, on our website, rosenthalcapital.com, is a section called Risk Monitor. I've updated that section for you to make it easier to understand what it is we're doing. You could go right to that section and see how the top six indexes that we use to manage our own capital, we have algorithms designed for the volatility of each index that tells us when to put risk on the market when to take risk off the way you can use that information is going to be different than me. I can't tell you what to do. We're, we're different people. I don't know you. I certainly couldn't recommend stock advice or tell you how to manage your portfolio. This is more for educational purposes, but what I can suggest is this I've set up model portfolios so that you can see what's in each portfolio from a big picture standpoint. One of which is our index only portfolio. I just started it in June and it was a real banner month for us because we put on 200% stock market exposure. All we did was buy the indexes, the S&P, the the, the triple Qs, and the small cap index. We had 200% market exposure. So we outperformed the S&P by um, more than hundred percent in the month of June. And you could see on that panel how we're using our algorithms, to put on risk and then take risk risk off. I'm not suggesting you just go trade those three indexes. I'm just showing you how it works with the three indexes. And then what we do in our other investing portfolios is that when we see risk on across the board, like we did early June, we go to our whiteboard of our favorite investments and we start buying our favorite names. And then at the end of June, we start getting risk off Signals, or I wouldn't say risk off. If you read that banner, if you read the section on our website, it's not risk off, it's just reduce risk. We put lots of risk on after the May sell off, so we're buying weakness. And then when the market blows out to a new high for the year, we're hitting targets. And so we reduce some of that risk. We still have more than 100% exposure to the equity markets in our index only. Uh, um, um, portfolio. So it's not that we're risk off. It's just if you if you put capital to work correctly, you're buying weakness. When you see the market rip higher, make new highs, you can feed some of that out, book some profits, and bring your position down to a more normal position size, and then ride the wave as long as you can, and you build yourself a cushion for volatility. So today's Monday. Over the weekend, we get the Trump-China trade agreement. It was the best possible agreement I could ask for from a market standpoint. If we literally had a new trade deal, I've been saying to you on every show when we talk about this that I believe that will be the top of the market. Maybe not that day, but certainly that week. Certainly that month will top the market. And the reason is, in my opinion, all you have to worry about when it comes to longer-term investing is what are central banks doing. So if we get a trade deal that's legitimate, that creates economic growth, central banks can reduce liquidity, and the market goes down on that. I know it's exactly opposite what you think, but that's a fact. That's how the market works. So I submit to you, like I do every time we talk about this, that had we had a trade deal over the weekend that was a substantive, um, economically powerful trade deal for the world, I would be very concerned, and I would be looking for exits, and I'd be using my algorithms closely, and when we hit stops or we hit targets, I'd be booking those gains. But we didn't get that. We got the Goldilocks of type of announcements, which was. No more trade tariffs. Come back to the table and talk. Things are looking a lot better. That's all a bunch of smoke and mirror baloney. It doesn't, it doesn't allow the Fed to stop lowering rates. It doesn't create economic growth. But it also allows the stock market to take a sigh of relief and say, okay, this isn't going to get out of hand. And so we're in that sweet spot. So the market gaps up this morning. So, of course, we're making even more money in our portfolios because we were risk-on in an aggressive way right after the May sell-off. So I'm not selling anything today on on the big picture, but let's get to day trading now. Yes, I day trade. I'm going to share with you how we trade the NASDAQ 100. We have an algorithm written for intraday trading on many different indexes, but I'm going to share this particular algorithm with you. On the NASDAQ 100, Um, let me say this about day trading, okay? The number one thing you have to consider is that day trading is not for everyone. I would say most people are not equipped to be successful day traders. It's not as easy as it seems, and I don't know about you, but I'm not in the business of gambling. Okay, So if you're drawn to the idea of day trading because it feels like it's a fun game, then I would suggest you you not do that. I'm not saying some of you out there can't make some money. Um, That's that's always the case. There are some exceptional people that are able to succeed uh, in all kinds of things in life. But if you look at The Rules of the Road blog post that I've, I've prepared for you and that I'm continuing to build. The number one rule of the road, and this is true about life as well as investing and trading, I always try to get on the right side of probability and statistics before I put a penny to work in the market, whether it's day trading or investing over a long period of time. And I always look to put money to work where the reward is worth the risk. Okay? And statistically speaking, most people fail miserably day trading. Okay? I would submit to you that if you don't have an algorithm written, eventually you're going to get fleeced. 90% of all trades intraday are managed by computer algorithms. If you're trying to pit your own brain against computer algorithms running a lot faster that have no interference with fear or greed, then I submit to you that you are not on the right side of probability and statistics, okay? It's rule number one, first thing you should think about before you start day trading, it's the first thing. Realize that you're up against the machines. Um, So why do I do it? Well, number one, I've I've written my own algorithm. So I've taken care of that problem. It's a machine that executes for me. But the other thing that I do, and I think that you'll be more successful day trading if you do this, is to use day trading to your advantage with an overall bigger picture of direction. So we find stocks, we find markets, that we have multi-day algorithms that are telling us, let's say, that are in uptrends. And then so what we look to do is buy weakness in the morning and sell the strength. Let's take a look at what I mean. I'm going to share the screen with you. Okay, guys. You're now looking at a... 60-minute, no, excuse me, a three-minute bar chart. Every bar is three minutes, okay? This is yesterday's trading activity down here, or I should say Friday's, and this is today's. The reason I'm sharing this with you is it's such a classic example of how we use the algorithms layered on top of each other. You know we have a risk-on-long opportunity and I'm going to switch gears here. Okay. Here's where we got long. This is now a 60 minute chart of the NASDAQ 100. Okay. This is the May sell off. This is the 200 day moving average, the green line. This is our buy carrot. Market breaks below the 200 day, comes back above it. We're buying that May weakness right in here. Raised stop simply means, this little arrow means we've raised our stops. So our first stop was this red line here. Bang, our stop gets raised to this magenta dash. Boom, gets raised again. And we're just riding the NASDAQ higher, as high as it wants to go, with raised stops. Eventually, we believe it'll hit a target. We'll book a little profit. It hasn't done that yet. So here we are from a multi-day strategy algo telling us to be long the NASDAQ 100. So now we switch to Friday's action. Market gaps up. I almost never buy a gap up in a market that's already trending higher. I might buy a gap up at the, in the early stages of a new bull run. But as the market extends, we look to buy weakness and sell strength. So we didn't buy Friday morning. But you see the weakness that, incur, that, that, that uh, occurs between 9:30 and 10 in the NASDAQ 100? And then bottoms at 10:15. We get our risk on buy signal. Now, the, now, this is short-term day trading algorithms. We get long, close to the low of the day. You can see we're booking profits in here. And then we have a raise stop takes us out here. We don't make a lot of money on this trade. We make money on this trade. Now, let's switch over to today's action. Major gap up. Okay. There is no way I would be out there buying a major gap up on a Monday morning. Should be another rule. I should write that one down for you. Gap ups on Monday morning are deadly. Okay. I almost never buy a gap up Monday morning. If anything, you'd be selling the gap and then buying back. the 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 equity market cheaper if you were a day trader but i'm not doing that i don't like to trade i don't like to day trade against my overall trend the trend right now is a lot higher in the market so all i wanted to do all i want to do is buy weakness on a day trading uh, opportunity and with a major gap up in the morning there is no day trading opportunity long and so i'm just sitting tight relaxing and working on other things and talking to you guys Okay. So rule number two, try to incorporate top day trade action with multi-day direction in the market. Because why? It will put you on the right side of probability and statistics. If you're already in an uptrend and you get weakness in the morning, that's where you get your opportunity to get long, to have a long day trade. If the market's selling off hard, and we're in a bear market, and you get gap ups in the morning, then you start selling the strength, looking for it to continue the overall trend. Okay, so that's number two. And I'm going to stop, I'm going to end end with this, I promise not to go too long with this video. So let me, this is rule number three, that you should think about before you start day trading. Rule number one, it's not for everybody. Rule number two, if you're going to do it, try to get into the direction of the overall trend. You'll have more success. Get on the right side of probability and statistics. And number three, manage your expectation, guys. Please, this is not a get rich quick scheme. This doesn't happen overnight. The guys that are successful day trading are grinding it out day in and day out and managing their expectations. They're not looking to make 10 grand a day, they look at their asset base they look at a realistic expectation of what they can make on that and the guys that understand that are the ones that are successful i've seen guys who understand that 250 bucks a day is all they're trying to make they knock that down they manage their greed and their fear and they're happy and they're building their net worth and at the end of the year it's a lot of money it's it's an income and the guys that fail get carried away. They have a couple good weeks. They're making their 250, and then they start put way too much involved into the endeavor. They can't sleep at night. The positions are too big. Fear and greed are killing them and they can't replicate that what they were doing while they were making 250 bucks a day. You see what I'm saying? Really manage your position size and manage your expectations. Day trading is a grinder scheme. You want to hit a massive home run, you got to invest. You gotta do you gotta you got do fundamental research, get an investing theme right, buy the right stock, boom, someone takes them over or something like that, and you get paid. That's how you hit home runs. Day trading is about a lot of singles, a couple of doubles mixed in there, moving the runners around the bases, not losing sight of your risk management techniques to protect your capital base. Okay. So anyway, I hope this was helpful for you guys. Certainly, if you've enjoyed this, please like um, this video. Certainly subscribe to get more of them and comment. Guys, look at this this particular episode because you guys commented and asked me questions. Now we're talking about day trading. So let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like me to talk about, and if it makes sense to me, I'll touch on it. All right? You guys take care. Have a safe day trading out there, and I look forward to talking to you later in the week.